Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. they did it. Now they did it. 34-17. Packers get a win. They double up the 49ers, and they did it. Look, it was a patchwork team that the 49ers had put together. Uh, But the Packers, you know, were able to do what they wanted to do offensively for the most part. Aaron Rodgers was damn near perfect. 25-31, 305 yards, four touchdowns on the day. Aaron Jones got a little bit lathered up. 15 carries and 58 yards and 3.9 yards per carry. Good, but against this defensive front that's so banged up, I was a little bit surprised they weren't able to do more. But then again, they're missing David Bakhtiari and they're shuffling guys around on the offensive line. Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 173 yards. Had a touchdown on the night. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanling with two catches and two touchdowns on the night. Targeted four times. Had the one key drop on third and four. I know that. I get it. Aaron Jones, five catches, 21 yards. So the the bottom line is this. When you look at this game in the tunnel vision we have, what do you think? This was a big win. And some of you are poo-pooing it today, and I'm watching watching the NFL Network. I'm watching ESPN. I was watching Fox Sports. I'm watching all this, and they're talking about the game last night. Because that was really the only thing going on last night, right? Not much else happening last night. So – the world was watching the NFL, uh, or they were watching to see if uh, you know the counting was done when it came to the election. However, look at it this way. You were a team that they're banged up. They've lost players to COVID. You're banged up. You've lost players to COVID. Okay? They lost their quarterback. You have not. That's really the difference in this ballgame. But if you look at it as this, it is very difficult, historically speaking, to go on the road on a Thursday night game, two time zones, and get a win is very difficult. To go on the road and get a dominating win is very difficult. It's very difficult. So to walk away with a win at all 
is a positive. To walk away with a win doing what you were supposed to do, that's that that's a positive. That's a big time positive. 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, do it. But 855-830-8648. I want to get your reaction to what you witnessed last night. What you witnessed last night. What, what did you take away from that contest? First of all, I said this last night. I thought, just getting a win. You don't care about the team uh, as far as their depth chart goes. Just beating the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan not being able to do what he would normally do against Matt LaFleur and to show him up. Matt LaFleur and that offense and what Aaron Rodgers did and the way they ran it, they got the best of the 49ers. Now, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I equated him to Jermichael Finley last night, and some of you didn't get the uh, comparison as to why. I had said, look, is he your number two? If he could catch, he would be. If he could catch, he would be. Flat out, he would be. But he's kind of like Jermichael Finley in the sense that you get him involved early, he gets a catch or two, and then he gets confidence. Look at his second touchdown catch. Back of the end zone, he followed Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers needed him to do exactly what he did, and that is to break the open space on the back line of the end zone so he could get him him and only him the football. And that's exactly what he did. Not only did he do it, he came down with the football for a touchdown. And then you see him flex and yell as if to say, okay, I've got the monkey off my back. You know, now next game could be the drops again. Who knows? But the bottom line is, He's kind of like Jermichael. You get Jermichael involved early, Jermichael became an integral piece of your offense. He had a couple of drops early. You didn't go back to him. He was a guy that just got lost in the shuffle. He got washed away. For all the talent and all the ability that he has, he got washed away. I kind of – that started – the realization started to come to me a little bit last night. So um, the other aspect of this is some injuries. Uh, Jair Alexander out with a concussion. Uh, Dexter Williams goes down with a knee injury. And just as he gets his opportunity, goes down with a knee injury. Uh, Ricky Wagner's got a knee. Uh, uh, Burns has a uh, – he was out as well. I think it was a shoulder issue that he had. So they did have some injuries, and they have some things to, to you know, heal up. And at least they get the, a little bit of an extended week before they have to come back and play Jacksonville at home. Um, but you can't take a lot from the game in the sense of execution, you know. Uh, I did I, – I applauded – um, the line, the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers for what they did. They pretty much, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was sacked once. He continues to be one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the National Football Leagues and, and one of the least pressured guys in the National Football League. But Billy Turner did, a, I thought, a magnificent job over there on the on the left tackle position. And then they moved Elkin Jenkins over. They had to shuffle up the line last night. So they had a lot going on. Elkin Jenkins, too. That guy's really turning into a mauler. He really is. He was already a good guard, but they're shifting him all over the place, and he's been really, really good. John Runyon came in last night, um, which pretty much tells you that Josh Neinman, John Runyon's ahead of him. When they're moving these guys around and John Runyon's coming in and getting his opportunities, he's he's higher up on the depth chart. They're they're liking this guy. They're liking this guy. 
So last night, good offensive output. So just some of the some of the notes that I had. Just some of the notes that I had coming out of last night. Um, I, I I don't understand, for those of you that have been emailing me, I don't understand why Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams were still in that game in the fourth quarter. No idea. That game was in hand. God forbid one of those one of those three get injured again or injured at all. It would have been the end of Matt LaFleur because people would have went nuts. I don't know why they were still in there unless they had something they wanted to work on or something specific they wanted to run, but – yeah, I, I have no idea. No idea. Uh, Devontae Adams, speaking of him, what a, what a terrific night for him last night. Just an amazing night. So give him all the kudos in the world. He just continues to shine. They were double-teaming him. They were flipping safeties off to his side, trying to put bracket over the top. And it just Whatever they did, he was dragging guys across the – I mean, that pass last night, that quick out, it was like a four-yard pass, three-yard pass. And the fact that he's not only dragging – the coverage with him, but Aaron Rodgers threw the ball before he even looked at it, before he even turned around, and he had a guy on him and still came up and, and, and just was able to climb climb away with the ball. And then obviously that first touchdown grab that he had was just crazy. So big night for him last night. So fantastic night in the sense of the Packers getting a win, getting a little bit of that monkey off of their back, being able to do it on in San Francisco, all of that, all of that good stuff last night. All coming to the forefront. 855-830-8648. Let's talk about it. 855-830-8648. What'd you take away from that contest last night? We got a big one coming up today. It's a Friday. Kevin Holden, the sports director from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Uh, you're going to hear from him coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk with. Uh, we're going to hear him talk with the media last night. Chris Raybon, senior editor for the Action Network. We're going to talk some betting lines a little bit later on in the program today because we have more games coming up this weekend. And uh, our good buddy Mike Clemens is going to be here, our Green and Gold Insider. Joined us for a brief segment last night during the Green and Gold postgame show. Going to hear from Matt LaFleur. we got the new Mel Heads Up Plays of the Week. we got all of that, all of that coming up. This portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. And by the way, to everybody that joined me on Facebook Live last night and the, and the back and forth, the interaction that we had, that was fun. We, yeah, uh, to, to everybody that emailed me last night and this morning that said they enjoyed that, we'll, do, we'll definitely do that again. Watch a game together. Even if we're not in the same bar together, we'll definitely watch a game together. That was a good time last night. So we'll do that as well. It is a Fish Fry Friday. We'll, uh, we'll, get, to, we'll get some shout-outs today as well. And uh, also we'll, uh, we'll kind of get you prepared for the weekend. And it's an off weekend, so it's going to be good weather. You're going to get out to and enjoy it a little bit, maybe what you got going on this weekend. Want to hear that as well. A little bit about you, a little bit about me. We're going to share all of this stuff, talk about the takeaways from last night's contest. How big of a win in your eyes was this win for the Packers to go to San Francisco and get a W? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Hit me up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Radio Joe as well, at Radio Joe Sports. Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass today taking your phone calls, at Evan Heff 25. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, I'm on Instagram, on YouTube. You can find the website, BillMichaelsSports.com. encourage you, if you can't listen to us in some of your areas, click on the Listen Live link and you can hear the show. You can also get us on the Radio.com app. Plenty of ways to stay in touch, and we highly recommend that you do so. This portion, again, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. What was the biggest takeaway from last night's contest? More of the Bill Michael Show next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We'll be right back. 
He's got his second of the year, 52 yards, and Rodgers just let it fly and knew he had an easy six. So obviously the drop uh, denied, uh, you know, drive continuing, but look, uh, the beauty is a two-minute warning hit, came over the sidelines, we're talking through some plays, and Matt brought up that play, and I looked at Quez, I said, you want the play? And he said, yeah. So, all right, went back in the huddle and figured I was throwing him a touchdown. Sure enough, I did. Sure enough, he did. Sure enough, he did. Damn straight. Welcome back to the program. Aaron Rodgers talking about the uh, touchdown of Marquez Valdez-Scantling last night. 855-830-8648. How big of a win was this? We always talk about big wins, okay? Must wins. Some wins are must wins. Not necessarily in the sense of we'll say standings or postseason elimination, but kind of getting that monkey off your back, that was a must win last night. Doing it in that fashion, that was a good win last night. That's a great big hell yeah. And our buddy Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58 listening to the program tweets me, says, I feel like this win might be really important for NFC playoff seating down the road. You are correct. Now, San Francisco's not going anywhere. So we're not worried about that. But you are correct. Six and two the Packers are in the season. And in your eyes, how big of a win was this? Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's talk to our buddy Gabe listening to us in Delafield. Gabe, by the way, are you safe out there in Delafield? They had that uh, that police presence last night. I got an alert on my phone last night uh, to uh, shelter in place. And everybody good out there? About five minutes before I called in, I had motorcycle cops riding through my backyard and looking in the trees and woods behind our house. Well, stay safe, man. I think he, that guy's still on. For those that don't know, they're listening to us throughout the state. There was a, a guy last night in the Delafield area that took a shot and shot two police officers. The officers are okay. Thank God. They're both going to recover, but the, uh, the, the, the perpetrator is still on the loose. Uh, so you stay safe out there. Gabe, what's on your mind, buddy? Well, yes, it was a huge win because – all you have to do is think of the reverse. If they had lost, you'd never hear the end of it that the Packers were over. So this was very important, not just for standings, but for the image that they have of themselves. But the thing I liked was it looked like the defensive players were a lot more solid in their tackling. There were still yep. a few whiffs, but, but most of the time they wrapped guys up instead of just throwing a shoulder at them. And I was perfectly willing to take the 15-yard penalty on that – roughing the the player when he when he threw him down because picked him up yeah he was yeah he was just spinning him around yeah if you lift the the point is if you spin a guy around that's one thing if you lift him up to bring him down that's not allowed you know what back in the day that was called tackling wasn't it (laughs) yep definitely yep no doubt i get it no you're right appreciate the phone call stay safe out there too until they find this guy um, but yeah, it, uh, it, it, the tackling was more sure last night and even arm tackles, the old adage is like if you, and I shouldn't say it that way, but basically if you get a guy, get a hand or an arm on a guy, just grab onto something and hang on because the guy can't run with you hanging on behind him. You'll slow him down and then the cavalry comes and helps you out, you know, just hang on. And they did that last night. They did that last night in a in a much, much better way. Let's go to Kelly listening to us in Green Bay. Kelly, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Yeah, I thought it was a good win. I still see a glaring hole at middle linebacker. 
Our defense was soft. You had mentioned earlier that why did they keep Rodgers in the fourth quarter? They didn't know if their San Francisco was going to come back. Yeah, you had a three-touchdown lead, but San Francisco scored 14 points in garbage time. So still a glaring weakness at middle yeah. linebacker. Their Fred Warner really popped Jones a lot. Uh, Green Bay did take care of business, but they need to show up middle linebacker sometime. I, I hopefully that happens when you get Kirksey back. Um, appreciate the phone call. Hopefully that's able to happen when you get Kirksey back. Uh, Chris Barnes went down last night with that shoulder issue. Um, and, again, you, you had Oren Burks who had some time in there, Ty Summers who had some time in there last night. It's good to see those guys get some time and get some looks. But you're right. they got to play better. And that middle linebacking position is something that we've all been harping on. How many years have we been talking about middle linebacker? Probably since A.J. Hawk. And I, even go, going back some years when people wanted to see A.J. Hawk gone, probably two or three years before he actually was gone. But how many years have we been talking about middle linebacker? Remember the time that Elliot Wolf took to the podium and said, uh, you guys value the middle linebacking position more than we do. And we all kind of like went, what? Really? Okay. That's something that you need to ex- explain. Uh, last night at the point of attack, I thought Kenny Clark had a if, – if I had to put him at a percentage, he had probably a 75 to 80% game last night, pretty solid. Uh, the rest of the offensive line, uh, there was uh, Tyler Lancaster at one point. I saw him. At one play, he gets all kinds of penetration. The next play, he's being pushed around. Preston Smith, same thing. One play, he's crashing the end. The next play, he's not. Although Preston Smith last night, he was responsible for the uh, the interception. He was right in right in the quarterback's face. He got upfield, and he just bull rushed. He had a decent move, upfield, quick feet, and bull rushed, and uh, ended up right in the quarterback's face last night. And he was the guy, really, that kind of created that interception. So when Nick Mullins dropped back, he all of a sudden had Preston in his face. He just threw it up, and next thing you know, Packers get the pick. So you give that interception credit to uh, Preston Smith for the way he played last night. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Kevin listening to us in De Pere. Kev, how you doing, man? Uh, let's go to Gabe listening to us in Marietta, Georgia. Gabe, how you doing? Gabe. Is it Gabe? Yeah, go ahead. This is Kenny, Katana Kenny from there. Oh, okay. What's going on, Kenny? How you doing? All right, how you doing, man? Um, I just got a few points I want to uh, point out for the game. Uh, last night, I, I, you know, we've been ragging on Dean Lowry, and I don't know if it was just the talent he was up against, but I saw him actually getting pushed last night, mm-hmm. which was a little different. And secondly, I want to point out that I want everybody to just take a chill pill on Valdez Scantlin and the criticism that he's getting because if we can think way back when, when Devontae Adams came to us, he couldn't catch a cold. Yeah, he was. uh, his first couple of years was rough, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a process, and I think it's in his head, you know, and the last thing I want to point out that I didn't really want to say is Watching the game last night, I have come to the realization that we are an average non-Super Bowl football team can dominate second-string and third-string players, but we falter against top teams and top players. And that's got to change if we're going to remain the Packers that we're supposed to be and that we've always been. 
So you tell me, give me your thoughts real quick. Okay, so out of the NFC, if the Packers come up against Tampa Bay, do they go to a Super Bowl? I think we could beat Tampa Bay again, yes. Yes. Okay, out of the NFC, if they go up against Seattle, do you think they go to a Super Bowl? Yes, I have no fear in Seattle either. I don't Never think did. there's another team better than those two that's in the NFC, though. That's my point. Well, yeah, and that's, but like I, one thing I've always maintained, like I told you, I've been a fan since 1980, and one thing I've always learned, even before the Al Pacino movie came out, any given Sunday. Yep. You know, look. We got beat by the worst team in the league one time, and we were, what, 13-0 and at the time? And went in, and this team hadn't won, hadn't even won a trophy. And they beat us, like, even on national television. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't even go into games anymore judging on if we're going to win or not because it's so unpredictable given how we're going to play from game to game. As Aaron Rodgers goes, so does the team. And if our offense can't consistently produce points, our defense is not going to be there to bail us out. They can't. They don't have the talent and the skill level. So mm-hmm. that, that's where I'm at with that. Okay. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening as always. By the way, 70-something degrees up here this week, and I'm going to do some motorcycle riding. You going to be out? He dropped. That's okay. Going to do some motorcycle riding this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. 855-830-8648. What did you take away from that game last night? Biggest takeaway. What did you take away from that game last night? Uh, also, when we come back, we're going to talk with Kevin Holden, the sports director from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. We'll ask him how big of a win he thinks this was. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now, look, hey, we know it's going to be beautiful this weekend. But the cold weather is going to seep back in on Tuesday, and then by Wednesday. This time next weekend, the highs are in the 40s. Maybe a 50, but that's about it. The lows are in the 30s, low 30s at night. I was already getting a look at it. So you know you're going to be needing the new windows and the new doors because your house isn't isn't sealed up right. If you just had new ones from Pella, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't have them, you should at least take a look. Just Just throwing it out there. But what you may not know is that a bunch of people that do Thousands of people that have gone to the initial consultation have looked at it and went, oh, yeah, that's for me. That's for me. Why? Economical. Not only do they give you a bunch of deals so you can be able to install these things without breaking the bank, but also it's economical for your house. It keeps your heating and air conditioning costs lower. In addition to that, beautifies your home. Thirdly, value to your home. If you're even thinking about selling your house, you want to do this. And then security. I was just telling you, bat out in Delafield. They got a guy on the loose out there, shot two cops last night. I hope they catch this guy right now. But if I'm sitting at home, I don't want to be worried about whether or not the stick in my door is going to keep somebody out of my house, right? That's what you're hoping for. So lock it up, close it up, be secure, feel good. So many different ways and many different reasons to get Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin because right now if you go to the initial consultation, they're going to give you – if you buy right then and there, 5% additionally off. 5% same-day savings. It's that simple. Plus – Plus, you can Pella now and pay later. You know why? Because, yes, they have the deals going on right now. They got uh, no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. You can Pella now and pay later, plus 5% bonus savings when you purchase at your initial consultation. Schedule that initial consultation right now. You can go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or you can just stop into the Experience Centers. Brookfield, just west of uh, Milwaukee. 
Green Bay, or now in Madison as well. Again, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com and say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Oh, it's special. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. He, I thought he was – you could give him the game ball every game. He is an unbelievable quarterback, just pinpoint accuracy, you know, just what a great leader he is for, for everybody. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Those are the words of the head coach, Matt LaFleur. This portion of the program being brought to you by good friends over there at Quick Trip. They got take, heat, and eat meals. Good, good stuff over there. And I'm sure many of you did it last night and uh, enjoyed it, stuffed your grills with it, and uh, get in there and use your Quick Rewards card as well. And you can earn yourself some additional rewards and even some uh, less pain at the pump, I guess is the best way to put it, even though gas prices are pretty good right now. But uh, nevertheless, stop into your local Quick Trip store and see for yourself. They got some good stuff. Bring him in now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Kevin, how big of a win, in your opinion, was this last night? I, I know there is a temptation, Bill, to, uh, to, to sort of dismiss the injuries on the 49ers, the issues that they've had, and, and to sort of just look at this as, you know, beating up on a, on a team that was hobbled. And I, I, it, I bought into that until I watched how these Packers operated last night. And they came down on the first drive of the game and scored, and it reminded me, what's the eighth straight game they've done that? And then, you know, Aaron Jones, even not at full strength, got 20 touches last night and was at least marginally effective. And Marcos Valdez-Scantling caught two balls, both for touchdowns. And Devontae Adams just racked it up. And I, I, it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. This, this is exactly the thing this Packers team needed. They, you know, with all of the craziness that came into this game, with COVID cases, with, uh, with injury question marks, with the short week and the long road trip, uh, this was decisive. And I think having 10 days in between – is nice because they can sort of savor this. That Vikings loss doesn't stay in their mouths for that long. They can take this now into Jacksonville next week and these other games, you know, in the weeks to come. And uh, I mean, it's it's a bit of a momentum turner. I I, I I woke up today thinking this is something they can live off of for a while. That was kind of what I was thinking. I thought there's no, a number of things. Well, first of all, your your counterpart over there at 58, Drew Burgoyne, already chimed in and said, well, this is obviously going to matter when it comes to seeding in the NFC. So that's first and foremost, and I agree with him. But I thought you did what you were supposed to do to a team that had beat you up pretty bad. So uh, to me, I'm thinking to myself, you in a short week on a Thursday night when you have to travel to the West Coast as a team either either in the Midwest or on the uh, on the East Coast, it's almost an impossibility to win because historically the numbers don't support you going there and getting a win. So not only did you get a win, but you got a win in a convincing fashion. Yes, you have some things that some warts on that game, but you didn't expect a clean game because all the Thursday night games have been pretty sloppy for lack of a better term. So this was that kind of a game where you did exactly what you were supposed to do, and you don't apologize for it, right? That's it. You you started strong. And by the way, uh, I, I'm sure that Burgoyne was over there bench-pressing two other members of the, of the weather department at 58 <laughs> while he was doing that. 
trying to eat his uh, his oatmeal here and get his nourishment to to start his weekend. <laughs> but uh, I, but you know, we all saw the same the, the same early uh, decisive big start from the Packers. That that's the thing that uh, I think can overcome any well, not any, but at least some warts for a team. If you if you come out and you've got that strong start, you score first. You you know you establish momentum early in a game, and man, this is the team that can do that because you have you know an all timer at quarterback. You have a, a guy who's clearly scheming things extremely well as a head coach, and you have a difference maker at both uh, receiver and running back. I mean, yeah, you might come up with other issues during the course of the year, but. Those right there are the building blocks for a team that's going to win a lot more than it loses. And then I think that's the thing we, we, we uh, found out last night, even while Drew was chugging his pre-workout watching the game. <laughs> Did you learn anything about Marquez Valdez-Scantling? <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something. Uh, last night, that game ended just in time for us to put highlights on the air. And I, you know, one, that was one of the highlights was that deep, deep ball where he got behind the secondary. And I, normally, you know, I try not to throw a lot of like sarcastic comments in there. Right. It slipped out of my mouth. I said, "Well, you can't drop that one." Um, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I said that on live All television, right. and I felt kind of bad about it. But I, it, it's that's frustration on on my part because because I have seen all of these drops. But the truth is uh, that what he has from a skill set standpoint is he does have the speed to get behind a pretty good defense. He has the ability to do what you saw on that play quite a bit. And sometimes with a guy in his, you know, a few years into the league here, uh, you get that sort of momentum, that sort of confidence from a play like that. I might see it more often. So I guess what I learned is I don't mind that I have to depend on him a little bit, but I clearly was a little frustrated by some of these drops. This yeah. Year. <laughs> I, I and, and you tell me what you think. I equated him to Jermichael Finley. You get him a little bit of confidence, you get him involved, and all of a sudden he can turn around and somewhat perform for you. And I know some people said, ah, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. But it, last night he had the drops, and then they went back to him, both times for touchdowns. And it looked like he was, as it was going on, gaining confidence. And, and in that same sense, Remember Aaron Rodgers said after the game during his presser that when they went to the sideline and they drew up this play, he looked at him and said, do you want it? He said, oh, yeah, I want it. Come back to me. So at least yeah. it gives you a little bit of insight to say, okay, this guy does. It's not like he's out there with his head down. It feels like when he gets a little bit of confidence and a nod from the quarterback, he can perform. Yeah, you, you, if you have a few drops but you have a receiver confident enough that he can make the play and you have a quarterback like Rodgers who, who, as he said, as you mentioned in postgame, doesn't have hesitation to go back to him. Those those two things can can help a lot. It's it's the whole uh, you know not letting a loss beat you twice kind of thing. Where if you if you have something bad that happens and you end up dwelling on it and it gets in your head and it can you know end up affecting you for multiple weeks and it, it didn't happen for him. And I, I thought that atonement was really really nice because not a lot of receivers get that chance. You can have that combination of you know a receiver that wants the ball and a quarterback that's going to go back to him and something else in a play can happen to keep that from happening what if you know Rodgers gets different pressure and can't air it out that kind of thing but the stars aligned on that one and uh, I think if you're going into this Jacksonville game you you know you probably will involve MBS more in this thing because I, I think now that that arrow is pointing upward for him 
Talking with uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, certainly uh, an incredible combination. Is Devontae Adams, the, the argument today was, is Devontae Adams the number one receiver in the league? And first of all, no. DeAndre Hopkins is the number one receiver in the league. He's just fantastic. But I don't want to really get into the top two and top three, but let's just say Devontae Adams certainly deserves the respect to be talked about in that sense. And even though he's not the fastest, he's not the tallest, he doesn't leap, he's, he's got the best route running and the best probably feel for a quarterback uh, of a lot of these other guys that are out there. That's the, those are the reasons you look at Devontae Adams and say that's the reason he's one of the top receivers in the league, correct? That's exactly it. He's, he's got a different kind of focus, and that was, that's been evident uh, for quite a while. But, uh, but that, that focus that, uh, you know, the, from the route running to all of the details, I mean, you know, you see him in practice and what he does even for the younger receivers, you know, and, and it helps, you know, discuss some things with them and sort of give them a different insight. I mean, he does to his position group what Aaron Rodgers does a little bit to his position group. He does all of these little things to make the guys around him better. So, yeah, I don't know if you if you can really say that, that this specific receiver is number one or this is number two, but if you're building a team of the best players in football, Devontae's got to be on that team because he has, uh, uh, you know, it, even in a situation like they've had the last couple of weeks where there is not someone like a Jordy Nelson or a Randall Cobb on the other side, Devontae still gets himself open and still – is putting up these great numbers. So it's elite, that's for sure. Um, talking about the other side of the football, the defensive side of the football, I, I, if I had to kind of percentage-wise out of play last night, I thought Kenny Clark gives you his effort, and I always like watching Kenny Clark, and I try to focus on him at times. And, I, you know, I, if I had to give him a grade last night of – you know, I'd probably give him a B. I don't know about an A. The effort's certainly there, but, you know, didn't have the same effect. Tyler Lancaster, he was in on a play. He was out on a play, in on a play. It, it seems like that defensive front still is an area of concern. Linebacking last night when Barnes went down, it seemed like there was some drop-off. But the tackling at least was better last night. Um, how would you give that defense kind of graded out last evening? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, and obviously your numbers, the, the way the scoreboard looked was, was based on a very, very late touchdown, so it was not even as close as that score shows. Uh, I, I think it's a solid effort. I think it's, a, it's probably a B-level effort from the defense. This is the one point, though, where I have to kind of remind myself that instead of Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle, I was watching Nick Mullins and Richie James. So I gotta, I do have to remember that there was a drop-off in talent level, but you still have to make those plays. Jarek McKinnon was still in this game and got a dozen carries in this game. So uh, you still got to stop those guys. And, and uh, I thought as a team they did that better, you know, collectively as a group than I've seen them do in a while, where we're not sitting here today and, thinking about them getting gashed by the run or gashed by something specific. I think that's that's where the biggest win comes from. And if you're a guy like Mike Penton who took four days of pretty extreme heat, you don't have to hear it for the next ten days. And I think that's probably uh, good news for him and the guys that play for him. Yeah, that's going to be my next question when you talk about Mike Pettin, um you know, I, I mean, I know there's the, hey, they better get it fixed and get it fixed right now. And last night was at least a step in the right direction. The next real test for this team, though, um, you can say Jacksonville is not going to be much of a test, although you can't overlook them. You get them at Lambeau Field. Maybe Indianapolis. I don't know if Indianapolis has a juggernaut of an offense with Phillip Rivers because he just doesn't look like he's got the downfield capability, but certainly they can run the football. But really the next test 
defensively, can you call it the Bears? Because the Bears' offense stinks. Really, that game is going to come down to more whether or not Aaron Rodgers and company are able to score against a really good defense in Chicago, right? That's going to be one of the most fun things to watch in a long time. You're talking right after a holiday. That turkey will still be settling in. I'll be sort of, you know, coming in and out of naps all all day, and then I'll be watching Rodgers against a a defense (laughs) that prides itself on propping that team up. And that's right. This is the kind of thing that belongs on primetime football on a holiday week. So, I mean, I think Indy, Indy is going to be a, a, a marginally difficult test. It would be tougher if you had fans and you were dealing with the, you know, the screaming faithful, you know, because that's a road game. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say that they're set up for a couple of pretty good weeks ahead. I, I could see, you know, two wins without too bad of a speed bump with Jacksonville and, and Indy in this no-fan era. And then, yeah, Chicago's the one you circle. Then you're back around the NFC North football. And, I mean, at that point, you could be talking 8-2 and two and thinking about 9-2. and two. And, you know, I, I you, now you start to, you know, zoom the camera out a little and you go, man, 9-2 and two after you mm-hmm. 13-3 and three last year. This is, yeah. this is success. It's, it's really, really good for this team over these two years. Good stuff, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your weekend and uh, eat the oatmeal, okay? Yeah. If I you realize if I don't, literally Drew comes in and like tries to throw me off of some imaginary top rope, and and if there's not a top rope, it hurts. Okay. I'm just- <laughs> Appreciate it. There you go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. We have some breaking news. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting no new positive cases in Denver, San Francisco, Houston, or Philly. However, a Packers player who played last night has tested positive today. Not the news you wanted to hear. A Packers player who uh, did play last night has tested positive today per sources. There's also two positives in Cincinnati who happens to be on a bye this week. And there's a positive test in Chicago as well. So there you go. Um, Breaking news in the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. uh, Brought to you by our friends at Mercedes-Benz Vans. Find out how far an extra mile really goes. But uh, that's not the news we wanted to hear. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. The Green Bay Packers remain atop the NFC North with a 34-17 win over the banged-up 49ers. Devontae Adams with 10 catches for 173 yards and a touchdown. Was asked if he's the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. I, I truly believe that uh, just based off of the, the work that I put in, you know, the connection that I have between my quarterback, I'll tell you, yes, absolutely. I, I think I'm the best wide receiver in the, in the game, but um, there's a lot of things that go into me being able to, to, to make that statement. After dropping a short pass in the flats, Marquez Valdez-Scantling came back to score two touchdowns on a route in the end zone and on a 52-yard bomb from Aaron Rodgers. The beauty is a two-minute warning hit, came over the sidelines, we're talking through some plays, and Matt brought up that play, and I looked at Quez, I said, you want the play? And he said, yeah. I said, all right. 
Went back in the huddle and figured I was throwing him a touchdown. Sure enough, I did. Rodgers threw for four touchdowns, a quarterback rating of 147.2. The 49ers fall to four and five, but they have some time off to regroup and get back some players. Quarterback Nick Mullins, 22 for 35 and one touchdown, says he thinks the Niners still have a chance to turn it around. We really feel like we can be a lot better. So with these couple days away, I just regroup, reset, and just foot on the gas for, uh, for these upcoming weeks. That's 49ers quarterback Nick Mullins. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show. So the breaking news of the day, Adam Schefter reporting that someone on the Packers roster who played last night has indeed tested positive for COVID today. Um, all you do now is just hope that maybe it's a false positive or it's asymptomatic and what have you, and that uh, that's where it ends. So, uh, But you, you cross your fingers. And this was one of the, the concerns coming out of last night's ballgame because you had players on the Packers roster who had tested positive, players on the 49ers roster who had tested positive, and had some contact tracing points. You're hoping that uh, that spread doesn't, doesn't continue. At least now you have 10 days to your next game to wrap your arms around it and keep everybody safe. By the way, breaking news in the fan and on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Find out how far an extra mile really goes. In, the, in addition to that, Aaron Rodgers last night, in case you didn't know this, has now thrown for 24 touchdowns and just a couple of uh, interceptions so far this season, becoming only the second player in NFL history to throw at least 24 touchdowns and two or fewer picks in the first eight games of the season. He joins Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw 30 touchdowns and two picks in the first eight games back in 2007. Remember, that was the season in which they went 16-0. and And Brady became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 50 touchdowns in a single season. There you go. So just uh, just throwing, throwing some knowledge at you today. How are we looking? Stay tuned. Coming up the next hour... We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Also, Chris Raybon, senior editor of the Action Action Network, is going to give us some betting lines as well coming up at the bottom of the next hour. But Aaron Rodgers up next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.